Welcome to Upskill Talks. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw, lead upskiller at Upskill Community. Upskill Talks is a podcast for leaders. Leaders who are actively seeking innovative and creative ways to interact, lead themselves and others. In every episode, through real-life stories and enlightening conversations, we will explore the challenges and opportunities real leaders face in today's ever-changing workplace. We will present you with real strategies for you to leverage your soft skills and produce transformative results. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Let us begin. This is Upskill Talks. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. In this episode, I'm going to talk about three key relationships that are important when we talk about mentorship. The first relationship that I'm going to talk to you about is the relationship with yourself, self-mentoring. Then we're going to talk about the relationship you have with others who add value to you. That's the relationship with your mentors. And the third will be the relationship with people whom you add value to, the mentees in your life. So it's going to be you, your mentors, and your mentees. Those are the three relationships we're going to be talking about in this episode. First, let's come back to ourselves. Mentoring, mentorship, everything begins with you. We start with us. We start with understanding who we are, what our needs are, what our styles are, what our preferences are, what our strengths are, what our goals are, what supports we need, what our ambitions are, everything about us, how we learn, how we like to learn, how we like to interact, how we want others to talk to us, where we want to meet in person, online. All of these things are important for us to know about ourselves and then to design a journey, a pathway a goal, a destination for ourselves and to design processes that work for us and that support us. That's really the goal of self-mentoring. You know yourself best. You are the best person to identify what works and what doesn't work. What are the likely obstacles to get in the way of your progress? Where are the areas that you're very disciplined and the areas that you're not so disciplined? Where are the areas that you find you are energized? These are your strengths and the areas where I really struggle to get it done. You have to know yourself and that self-mentoring means pausing, taking check, mapping it out, figuring out where you really are so that you will be able to determine what mentor or mentors will actually add value to you. Because if self-mentoring is not effective, we could end up in a situation where we do not have meaningful relationships with mentors. So self-mentorship is a process of readying ourselves for mentorship or for mentoring. The first aspect of effective mentorship is you, self-mentoring. So I encourage you, if you have not yet contemplated self-mentoring, just pause where you are and think about what are the things that I do best? What are the things that I need help with? Where am I going? What's getting in the way? Who is getting in the way? What supports do I need? What would help me to get there faster? What skills do I need to develop? What skills do I have already very developed that I need support to leverage 
Think about all of those things in this piece around self-mentorship. When I'm talking about self-mentorship, I'm really saying it's so important, me in mentor, because if we are not ready, what we do, we enter into mentorship relationships looking for parents, not partners, looking for managers, not mentors. And so the mentorship relationship then is not beneficial and someone feels burdened and it's not sustainable and we don't really get what we want out of it. And then we think the mentorship isn't working, but it has to start with us. So once we have everything clear for ourselves, once we've taken ourselves through the process of self-mentoring and PS, that's not in your head that has to be recorded, mapped out, draw it, mind map it, brainstorm it, however you work best. And if you are still telling yourself that I got this, it's in my head, I have it clear in my head, pause and put it down, record it somewhere, take a picture, take a screenshot of what's in your mind and capture it and put it aside so that this is something you can then talk to your mentor about, share with your mentor and move yourself forward. Some mentors have requirements. Not all mentors take mentees on just because they've asked or just because they've shown up. Some mentors ask for specifics because they want to determine whether or not this mentor, this mentee is worth their time. So that's the first thing, making yourself ready for mentorship through effective self-mentoring. So that's step one. Now let's go to step two. Step two then is to think about based on what I know about myself, based on what my goals are, based on the skills I know I already have, based on the skills I know I need to develop, based on the things that get in my way, based on my level of motivation, based on the values that I have, who would make ideal mentors for me? Where are these mentors? How do I find them? How do I identify myself as ready for them and for what they bring to the table? One mistake that we make sometimes is try to find the mentor that's above our weight class, if you want to put it that way. The mentor that you need is not very far from where you are. It's the person to help you to make the next step. So if you are just doing political science in, in school, for instance, then perhaps the mentor you need is not the prime minister. You probably want to start with someone else who can help you take the next set of steps. And then when you take those steps, you get ready for the next person to help you to take the next set of steps. And then you get ready for the next level until you hit the level of readiness for the conversation with the prime minister, for example. So that's one thing to note. You don't need to find the person at the top of the chart for the skill that you need to develop. You need the person who can move you from where you are just a few steps down the road. That's the mentor that you're looking for. One that can help you to overcome what's right in front of you right now. Once you take that step, then you are ready for a new mentor, unless that mentor can also help you with the additional steps. So that's one key thing to think about. Based on what we're talking about here, I think it's already clear to you that no one mentor can help you to address all the things that we've just identified in our discussion of self-mentorship. No one mentor 
even if you hire them full time, is going to be able to do all of that for you. And so what I recommend for you, and this is my system that I use for myself, is to think of yourself as you incorporated. There was a book you incorporated that I read maybe 20 years ago that I still hold the title very dear. You incorporated. Think of yourself as this company and think of the mentees, the mentors that you're going to seek out. Think of the mentors that you're seeking out as the board of directors for your company. So you see the board of directors brings different skills and strengths and expertise to a company. That's what you need. You need your mentorship board of directors. You need to be identifying based on your own self-mentorship map. These are the things that I need. And that may not show up in one person. Although some people bring multiple skills and experiences to the table, but you may need to broaden your board of directors. So think maybe as a starter, you have one. Maybe as a starter, you have three. Don't go finding seven people to mentor you when you're not ready yet. Taking everything one step at a time. Find the first person to help you get over perhaps a healthy routine. The first person to help you with a proper process. The first person to help you with being accountable for the goals you set. The first person to help you apply for positions that you are worthy of, that you should be applying for. Just one person to help you get across that. Then add another person who can help you and another, taking it one bite at a time until you are ready for more and more. Remember, each relationship uses time, space, energy, and resources. So it's very important that you're not loading up your board at once, that you have an aspirational board. This is where I'd like to get to, but you're taking it one bite at a time. So that's really important as far as you identifying who you are, what level of self-mentorship is required. That's going to identify your needs and that's going to set the goals that are going to therefore support you when you are choosing whom you want to mentor you. Once you have your mentorship board, remember now, these are boards of people who can bring value to your life. And it means you've already done the work of showing your readiness in order to attract them, in order to gain their support, garner their support, and have them on your board. It's going to take effort from you to maintain that relationship, to maintain the accountability to contribute to the conversations, to show what you're doing, to show up in the ways that they demand in order to make it worth their time, to show them as well that you are doing the work that's required to grow in the way that you've agreed to. That's really what that is about. So you want to make sure you're leaving yourself space and not taking on more than you can when you enter into these relationships with people who are busy and have many other people who are pulling on their time. So that's you, the self, self-mentorship, and then looking at your mentorship board of directors, a board of people, a group of people, individuals who can add value. I've said this in the previous episode. I continue to say this whenever I talk about networking or relationships. These are not just mentors. These are human beings. And so it's really important that you're not treating your mentors as people who can make things happen for you. 
that people who can do something, people who you can use for some gain, for some benefit. But to think of them as human beings, people who care about you, care about your progress, care about your process, care about how you're feeling, and people who deserve your empathy, your care, and your consideration as well. People who are human at the center of this and not to be just utilized in functional and utilitarian ways to deliver outcomes and different deliverables for you. That you are making sure that they feel valued and that you are not just here to pull from them. Make sure that those relationships show that they are willing to give because we Many professionals really love to mentor, but they need to make sure you're not just in it for a one-sided engagement. Okay, so that's one and two done. Your self-mentorship and choosing your mentorship board. The third piece then is to do the opposite. Look at who can you contribute to based on the skills that you have, based on where you're going, based on the experiences that you have, based on what you've achieved. Who can you contribute to? Because it's not enough for you to take care of yourself and take from others. There's always a way that we design to pay it forward. And that's the third part that makes your mentorship stool stable. It's being on the board of other mentees. So who do you mentor? Think of one person that you can contribute to in a meaningful, practical way. Someone who needs to develop a skill that you have. Someone who you can work with to develop a skill. Someone who you can support, perhaps with a discipline, a routine. Whatever that little thing is that you have in you, that motivation, that inspiration, that background, that institutional knowledge, whatever it is that you know, I can support and you don't need to be the head of the organization or the wealthiest person in the business to support someone. You need to be one step ahead of them and you can help them take that next step. That's really. So take a look around you. Who is where you are? Who needs to take just one step that you've now learned how to take and you know how to take? How can you take that person from where they are just right across that first step? And when you're able to do it with one person, perhaps you can extend that graciousness to two, maybe three. But again, it's one step at a time. Start with one and do a good job with one. When you have room, when you have space, as you take from others, consider who you can give that to. Okay, you give to yourself, give yourself space because self-mentorship has to continue as you take guidance from your mentors and give to your mentees, you need to have space to consolidate your learning and to build on your skills in order to give. So continue with self-mentorship as the core of your mentorship circle, your mentorship stool, your mentorship map, and continue to take value from others and give value to others. So those are the three keys three key relationships of making mentorship effective and making it sustainable and making it productive. Self-mentorship, identifying your, your best board of mentors and being on the board for several mentees, at least one. That's a wrap. Go out, make sure to engage in mentorship. Self, others, both sides, up and down. Go and do it. Take and give and absorb 
This is how we make our lives sustainable. Everyone needs a mentor. Everyone needs these three relationships as far as mentorship is concerned. All the best to you on your mentorship journey. Thank you for listening to this episode of Upskill Talks. We bring you new episodes every Monday. Please take a moment to subscribe, leave a five-star rating and a written review at Apple Podcast. Or follow us on Spotify, Google Podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to share Upskill Talks with other leaders like yourself so they too may gain the skills and insights to produce amazing results. Please go to upskillcommunity.com to review show notes and learn how you can join a community of leaders from across the globe collaborating to lead in a more meaningful and impactful way. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. And again, thank you for joining me on this episode of Upskill Talks.